0: Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. another episode of the Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. I'm Olga Hayes, your host today. So holiday season is supposed to be for family gatherings and festive parties and traditions and coming together with those who we love. However, this year it's going to be slightly different and with the pesky COVID-19 still lingering and disrupting our lives, we will have to do our best to kind of try and keep our holidays kind of spirit still alive um, through these challenging times. And so on today's episode of the Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health, I am super excited to be joined by Lindsay Kramer, a lead therapy services at Sharp Mesa Vista Hospital, to talk about some ideas for, you know, for being merry and bright while also being safe and healthy during these difficult times. Welcome to the podcast, Lindsay. Thank, Thank you so much for stopping by.
1: Of course. Thanks so much for having me, Olga great to be here.
0: Oh, of course. I am excited to have this conversation with you. So, Lindsay, before we dive in, I wonder if you would mind sharing a little bit about yourself uh, with our listeners and about your role at Shark Mesa Vista?
1: Certainly. So, I am uh, the lead of the Dual Intensive Outpatient Program at Shark Mesa Vista. So, we have a whole line of intensive outpatient programs that treat an array of different um, mental health needs. And so, the program that I run is essentially tailored to help support people that have a co-occurring mental health disorder as well as a substance use disorder. So um so we are providing, I mean, especially this year has been very tough on our patients. Um, but so we're essentially providing recovery services for patients at an intensive outpatient level of care. So they're coming in a few days a week for a few hours at a time or they're doing um mm-hmm. telehealth services at this at this point.
0: Yeah. You know, um, everything you do is so extremely important. And I, I don't mean just this year, right? But especially this year, I, I'm sure everyone is very appreciative being able to rely on you and other counselors at Sharp Mesa Vista for help and support. So thank you for all the work that you do.
1: Of course. Thank you. I'm very fortunate. We have just such wonderful clinicians and physicians, nurses, um, just such a a great group of people that are providing services to the community. So thank you. I will accept that on behalf of everyone.
0: (laughs) Please, please accept and tell them how much we appreciate you and them. Um, So let's talk about the holidays. Right. So. Holidays are here and obviously it's, um, it has been such a tough year for everyone and holidays are going to be different and not the same. Right. So, you know, not being able to celebrate in the traditional manner and kind of altering long standing traditions and not being able to see the loved ones, uh, can probably leave many of us feeling super sad and disappointed this year. And I guess what I wanted to talk to you about today is if we do find ourselves feeling less than jolly this holiday mm-hmm. season, is there anything we can do to help us cope with these feelings and kind of try and keep the, um, the holiday spirit alive, so to say? Gosh. Yes. This is such an important conversation because this
1: is, you know, we're like really in the fourth quarter is what I've heard so many of our, our nation's officials, um, through, uh, through the CDC and the physicians that work with them, saying that we're really in the fourth quarter of this. However, I think it's obviously, as we're yeah. seeing with um, increasing numbers of cases and yeah, at a critical level, I know it's so difficult that this is happening at such a time. And so there's such this disparity or or this um, juxtaposition of wanting to really celebrate, but then also Being needing to be responsible and um, being safe at the same time. And so it's, it's completely understandable how this is challenging to try to, you know, not only navigate the situation, but then to try to gain some sort of semblance or connect to some sort of semblance of what that holiday spirit feels like. And so, um, and we don't have a roadmap for this either. No,
0: we don't. No, we, uh, because we've never, we've never experienced it like that, especially on such a huge scale. It's not right. just one state. It's not one country. It's the entire world is going mm-hmm. through the same. What are what are some of the things we could potentially do to help us feel a little bit better in mm. the next few weeks? Well, I think that. It's so
1: important, first of all, just to recognize that this is not an ideal situation and to understand that, you know, We're going to have reactions and emotions to this. I think this is what I've been saying this whole year is that this is a year of not only reflection, but it's a year of grieving. It's a year of grieving our expectations. It's a year of grieving our sense of control. It's a year of really trying to reconcile our perspective about what's normal and make sense of it. And so, um, the holidays are no exception to this. And this is, you know, we're, we're required to expend a little bit more energy and effort in that way, which I think for so many people that just feel so exhausted, it's like, but this is the time I want to be able to celebrate. And so I think just recognizing yeah. that that's less than ideal and um, allowing ourselves yeah. to feel that way, again, responsibly, but allowing ourselves to feel that way, first and foremost, mm-hmm. is important. So I really want to normalize that, like, again, this is quite challenging.
0: I totally agree with you kind of recognizing this is going to be a different year and kind of lowering your expectations for yourself and for those around you and not just trying to, to do the things that you usually did because it's just not going to be the same. And I think this is definitely one of the most um, important steps we can do. And one of the most important things we can do for ourselves right now. Yes, I
1: agree. And if I can say it's, it's, that verbiage is so important to, to recognize of like our expectations and mm-hmm. thinking how we can manage them or reset them or just be realistic with the expectations. Yeah. Cause if we think about it, like we're, we're at a total loss of the things that we really wish that we could be doing and therefore, um, there's much more discouragement than I think that I I know I said it, it's important to recognize the feelings <laughs> of grief, but also it's like, yeah. wait, what do we actually, you know, need? How can we um be looking at what's realistic to do over the season and to really focus on that and to like really highlight those components of the traditions that we are able to maintain or that we really can enjoy while recognizing that this is, You know, in the grand scheme of time, this is a short-lived experience that we will go through. I know it doesn't feel that way on a day-to-day basis, but we will have another Christmas. It comes every 365 days of the year, so we get to experience that later. But it's it's an opportunity to reset what our expectations are and to think about the things that we really want to hone in on that are within our control and to celebrate those instead.
0: Yeah. And I I really like that. And we'll talk about like traditions a little later, but Mm -hmm. I think it's it's really truly important just kind of despite everything that's happening, right, in all these challenging times that we're navigating, we still want to embrace the season, right? And we still want to create that happy vibe with those around us. And I think the best gift we can give ourselves and to those around us is um, to be responsible and continue to stay safe. Um, and provide that safety for others. So Mm -hmm. I think that is really important to keep in mind and just understand that if we all do that this year, then the next year will be much different.
1: Absolutely. Yes, I completely agree. I was reading an article and one about you know, how to how to manage our seasonal expectations and, and one of the things was give the gift of safety. And I thought yeah. that was so great. I it, yes. This is yeah, right. Like that's something that's something that you really can give by managing particular behaviors or, or, you know, precautions. And so I thought that was a good reframe and play on words of what we can do during the holiday season to give to our lover to our loved ones. Give the gift of safety.
0: I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> no, seriously, if we just think that way, it mm-hmm. definitely makes it less sad and less
1: exactly. disappointing.
0: Yeah. because this is something that we can all do for each other. So, this mm-hmm. is a great gift, the greatest gift we can do. I hear you. This year. So, uh, Lindsay, I don't have kids, but I can only imagine that for those mm-hmm. of us who do have kids, it can be really disheartening, right? And especially to kids of all ages. They, right. They've already dealt with the uncertainty of this year with so much change. And now they have to alter their expectations for their favorite holiday season. So any suggestions you can offer for the parents out there, um, as, as to how they can better support their kids and continue kind of keep the festive spirits alive? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, definitely. Well, I'm not a parent either, so I won't pretend to be. <laughs> um, So I, I won't I, I can't speak to what that's like in terms of experiencing those particular emotions from kids, especially when, as you're saying, they feel like so much has already been taken right, away. Right. And so, you know, I, I think as a parent or as um, what I would say in supporting parents is to like, even just at the essence of holidays in general, I think that so much can get lost in all the shuffle of the expectations of the busyness and it gets every year, things seem to get bigger and bigger in terms of like, you know, it's almost like we start celebrating Christmas in July with regard to (laughs) decorations and everything. Right. And, and I'm not, I'm not, um, speaking negatively on that, but I think it's a matter of wait, what's the focus that, the holiday season really brings. And so as parents, my question would be, what type of meaning do you want your kids to connect with? Is it, is it again, the gift of like giving the gift of service? Is it the gift of family, togetherness, love, and, and then identifying what are the particular aspects or, or experiences that can be shared given the opportunities that we have? So, it's not just about presence, right? It's not yeah. just about, like, um, Parties with with all of their friends. And so it's like, you know, is what are the traditions that are important for parents to instill? And I guess my reframe is that now that things are able to be stripped down a little bit, it's kind of like the canvas or the slate has been wiped clean. And so it seems like it's such a good opportunity for parents to be like, okay, now that we're in a timeout, what are the things that I really want my kids to walk away from within this holiday season that they can feel loved, feel joyous, feel connected to that don't require all the extra things. And so what do you think about that? Oh, no,
0: I'm feeling so inspired. I just feel like, oh, I wish I had a kid or two, you know, because (laughs) you're so right. Uh, The holiday season traditionally is just, you know, the the real essence of the holiday season kind of got lost in all this commercialism. and gifts and shopping and the, the, the parties and so we we tend to forget what it is all about right exactly the yeah love, the and I love feel like- and the togetherness and the family and right. the spirit of giving and I think you're right it's like a blank canvas it's mm-hmm. like going back to the basics mm-hmm. and exactly. let's let's relearn what it is all about and let's teach our kids what it is all about how it should be right Mm-hmm. And when else would we have this opportunity? <laughs>
1: yes, when things, when, when the noise is turned down a little bit, right? Where we can really slow that process down and just, it's almost like the reframe is that there's a little bit more control over the circumstances of how do you really send that message to your kids of what the holidays is all about and structure your experiences around that.
0: I really like that. Mm, I, I thank absolutely you. Do. And you know, I, I spent the last few months kind of trying to find silver lining in mm-hmm. this whole experience, mm-hmm. like living through COVID. And I, I start to realize that there are some positive things um, that yes. we can identify in this reframing of the holidays and what it is all about is one of those things, one of those silver mm-hmm. linings. So
1: Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely.
0: So thank you so much for that. Certainly. Um, and speaking of reframing, you know, we all kind of grew up with our traditions as far as what we expect from the holidays and what we do with our families when we get together, right? And this year, again, um, we'll probably have to create new family traditions and mm-hmm. new memories and new things to remember this year by. Do you have any suggestions on how families can maybe continue with their traditions, but in a way that's safe? Um, and while still enjoying the holidays, and I'm assuming it's all going to be about creating new traditions, right? And getting mm-hmm. creative and mm-hmm. thinking outside the box. But I thought maybe you have some ideas.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I will speak for myself if, um, just to provide some examples. Usually, so... Um, I usually am not very much of a tree person, for instance, but my (laughs) my um, parents actually moved out of the state and they've been in San Diego for the duration of my life. So this is the first year anyways that I would see them. But my mom usually goes all out with the tree. That's like for many, many years has been an ongoing process. And so. Mm-hmm. That was something that I did. It was like, you know what? I'm going to get a tree this year, and I'm going to really do it up. And I bought a bunch of ornaments, and it's just, it's actually such a fantastic tradition that I was able to maintain or retain um, from the process. And so I'm, I'm trying to live out that experience when I don't get to go to her house for Christmas. Now I get to have that, you know for the entire month um yeah and then uh the things that we usually do we usually do a secret santa and we usually do um like a holiday 10k run and so i know with my siblings what we're still going to do is a secret santa and we will do some sort of FaceTime or Zoom um, meeting to open up our presence, and then we're going to do like our own virtual (laughs) 10K. So we're trying to, right? So we're trying to really um, ensure that the things that we really look forward to, we're still celebrating in some capacity.
0: Yeah. And I think that's kind of the the theme of this conversation, right? Mm -hmm. You're just kind of, you're trying to reframe. You're not canceling the holiday season. You're not celebrating at all you're just kind of reframing rethinking how you can continue doing the things that you love but in a different capacity
1: yeah too. yeah
0: and I think it's a challenge for all of us but it's also a great challenge because it gets us to think outside the box you know put our thinking head on and mm-hmm. get creative and come up with some great other ideas to to connect with friends and family and still have a wonderful festive holiday season certainly so, um yeah, so I, I love that. Mm-hmm. And you know there are so many wonderful things you can do using you know the virtual tools that mm-hmm. are available. You can have movie marathon with your friends and families, right? right. Just like yeah. in and watch a bunch of movies, Christmas movies together. I heard a couple of friends are doing baking competitions. Uh-huh. That, yeah recipes cookies and they're just zooming in and cooking baking together oh (laughs) fantastic they can see each other and exchange kind of um comments and the experience so it's kind of fun right Mm -hmm. different
1: yeah yeah and, and that, I think off of that too, it's like, you know, can we go back to a little bit more of an older school mentality and use the mail service more to actually like right. send people things, right? People love receiving packages. Um, nope. and so, right? So like with that baking competition, can you, um, you know, can those friends send the other, send one another their cookies or their baked goods? Is that something uh, that they yeah. can look forward to receiving? So things like that, I think, is is such an awesome opportunity Mm -hmm. to celebrate in a different way.
0: Definitely. I definitely agree. So I think we talked about a lot of wonderful things. Mm -hmm. And hopefully our listeners got some wonderful ideas from this conversation, from our conversation. And, Lindsay, before we wrap up, I just wanted to see if you want to share a little bit about um, some of the services, again, at Shark Mesa Vista that are available to our community and how people can reach you or your team.
1: Yes. Well, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so um we have, we, under Sharp Mesa Vista's system of care, we have everything from intensive outpatient programming, like I spoke about what I do in- um, yeah in my particular role, uh, through inpatient treatment. So we have various levels um, or various uh, types of inpatient programming um, for stability, for uh, safety, and then also for de- detoxification services. Right. And then we also have treatment through Sharp McDonald Center for chemical dependency, and that's a full line of care, too, where they're doing everything from detoxification services down right. to um intensive outpatient programming so it's it's really any sort of uh need again that's mental health based from the ages 18 through up we provide services for um, the woman that i share an office with at a safe distance of course um she <laughs> she's also the lead of uh the older adult intensive outpatient programming um program and so that is especially helpful because we have uh older adults that are are really suffering in silence during this pandemic and so uh ultimately i would say say that the biggest thing that we provide within our services is connection. And and I know that it certainly doesn't look like how we've intended it to or how it's looked like in the past. But that is something that I feel so fortunate that we have still, through this entire pandemic, still made every sort of attempt and effort to keep our patients safe, first and foremost, but then second of all, to make sure that they know that they have professional support services in the community, that even if they're not, you know, feeling comfortable coming in in person um, or, or not able to for whatever reason, that we have uh, a full line of, of ability to connect that we are still providing during this entire process.
0: Oh, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank yes. you for that. And as always, we will provide more information in the show notes, yes. but I, again, I'm so fortunate to, to be working for such a wonderful organization, sharp Healthcare And knowing that we offer amazing services and resources in the community, especially during these difficult times. And you're right. It's, it's not even about clinical care. It's also about connecting Mm -hmm. and having that support available. So yes.
1: And not being isolated alone really to know that there's support out there. Yes. And and
0: someone, yeah,
1: exactly. And forgive me, I forgot to provide the telephone number. So our inpatient, um, access services are, um, a person can contact 858-836-8434. Um, and then with our, um, Intensive outpatient services, it's 858 836 8309.
0: Perfect. And again, I will make sure to have those both numbers available in the show notes for those of us who did have a pen to write it down. So um, that is good to know, though. Thank you, Lindsay, so much. Of
1: course. Thank you so much, Olga.
0: And any last words of wisdom before we. Just
1: really, truly, you know, wishing everybody a a healthy, happy, safe holiday. I know we say that in the past (laughs) and it really hasn't meant the same thing this year as it has in the past. And so it's such an opportunity to connect with the words that we have used and to make such deeper meaning from that. So I am truly wishing that for everybody that's listening.
0: Oh, my God. I love it so much. I mean, you just... You know, I always is just getting so emotional talking to you, but this this is so truly, uh, that resonates so much. We use those words all the time. We right. probably don't ever mean it, but this year it's going to have a true meaning. So yeah, that thank great. you so much for your time, your expertise, thank you. your wisdom oh, thank um, you. and that. coming today. And I, we just want to remind everyone that it's going to be different this year, but it doesn't mean that this holiday season cannot be fulfilling Mm -hmm. and with a little bit of creativity and an open mind and maybe reducing your expectations a little bit, you can still enjoy the holiday and uh, do it safely. Precisely. safely. Great. Thank you so much. And everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. And have a wonderful and happy and healthy and safe holiday season.
1: (laughs) Yes. Thank you.
0: Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye, everyone. Download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on SharpNet.com.